Galaxy Defenders, it's Stephanie and Sam, and you're listening to McCoo, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. Today's episode, we're focusing on dun 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 <laughs> Transylvania. <laughs> that was my organ music. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, a plus, I mean, a plus. And, and a medal that was the best organ music I've ever heard from your mouth. From anybody's mouth, actually. Because the organ is an instrument. Bum, 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 boom. That was mine. I love it. <laughs> what is Transylvania anyway? Why are we Who here? Who even knows? So Transylvania, fast facts for you, is the fourth single on McFly's Motion in the o- Ocean album. It debuted as number one on the UK singles chart, but... Then it dropped to spot 20, setting the record for the biggest drop-off until 2016 with the Lewisham and Greenwich NHS Choir, who went from number one to 29. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> Make organ musical. Yeah, that's a huge... That fact kills me. I, like, I haven't stopped thinking about it since I learned this fact. Like, he's, like, number one in the first week, and then immediately number 20. Yeah. They're like, it sucks. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, ah, new McFly music! And then they hear it, and they're like, oh, not that, never mind. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> like, what is going like, on Like, is it mainly, is it Transylvania's fault, or is it Babies Coming Back's fault? Because Transylvania is a double A-side with Babies Coming Back. Oh, yes. The infamous double A-side. The double A side has made another return. Isn't this like their third single that's a double A side? For this album alone. Yes. I, yeah. I think, is that right? Are they, aren't they all double A sides this time? Stargirl's around? not. I'm pretty sure Stargirl's the only one that's not a double A side. Yeah. Please, please is with Don't Stop Me Now. Sorry, it's not good enough. Friday Night Transylvania is Baby's Coming Back. Yeah. So they're all double A sides except for Stargirl. They knew that one was going to be the one. Yeah. They were like, that's fine. <laughs> We don't even have to have a second song on this one. It's the you one. Just, you go there by your, yourself, baby. You're, you're going to be fine. Everyone else is like, I need a buddy, please. Buddy system. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's Baby's Coming Back, too. Right? Like, we'll talk about that one next time. But what's interesting is that this Transylvania was single wasn't even supposed to be a double A-side until later on. They decided later on to also put Baby's Coming Back on it. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know why either. But I think what, what what's more surprising to me about this, like, record mm-hmm. is not that it's such a far drop so quickly, but that literally it was the biggest drop-off from number one for almost ten years. Yeah. That's what's really amazing. The record breakers, baby. <laughs> the record breakers. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like, <laughs> what? Like, for ten years, no one else's song did this ever. Like... And I think that's what's really surprising to me is, like, they held this record for so long. They held so many records. I'm so proud of them. I'm so glad to be a fan. They're a record-breaking band. Whether they're bad records or good records, they're doing it. They're breaking them. Hitting that glass ceiling and breaking it. Hi, we're McFly. We are the youngest pop band ever to do whatever we did. Right, we per- we surpassed the Beatles. Also, we hold the record for the song that dropped from number one the fastest. <laughs> We're truly multidimensional. Yeah, they're well-rounded. They're well-rounded as a band. I love that for them. <laughs> we have the we have the record for the best single and the single that fa- failed the worst. Until, you know, the NHS choir comes in with a bridge yeah. over you, I guess. But for a while. I know we're not here to talk about this, but what happened to that single from the NHS choir? <laughs> I know. I know. After we're done with this episode, I definitely, I need to go listen to that song. Like, what happened here? You fell almost 30 spots. What the heck? Oh, I did. I forgot to mention. Uh, the single was also released on May 7, 2007. So, back in the day. Right. Yes. In 2016 is when the bridge over you song. Yeah. But the NHS choir came. So almost 10 years, but not quite. Uh, they held this record. Oh, I love that for them. So yeah, I'm proud of them too. Good job. That humbles you, right? Like you're like on like it a does. high of like, wow, we are so successful. Everyone loves us, right? And then your single drops like 19 spaces. And you're like, oh, <laughs> cool. Like it humbles you. <laughs> 
Yeah, you gotta stay humble. Also, you know, I love Transylvania. And I know that I you know, know that. that. And you know, you know, I know that you know. Right. <laughs> we all love Transylvania here. And I think it should deserve an award. And I don't even care what award it is. I'm really glad that it's a record-breaking there song. Because this song is so dope. I love this song so much. But there's no but. I just love it so much. That was end of sentence on the live. said but. <laughs> but, uh, but. Do I love it? Number one. Guess not. <laughs> Neither does anyone else, apparently. We loved it for a week. I first heard it. I was like, this is great for number one for a week. For one week, and then it was like, I'm over it. JK, we've been obsessed with this song, for those of you listening at home, for probably, when did it come out? 2007. We've been obsessed with this song for like 15 years, you guys. Ever. Once it came out, we're like, this is it. Like, if we had to describe, which doesn't make any sense, the sentence I'm about to say. I was going to say, if if there was a song to ever, like, submit our friendship, it would be this one. (laughs) Right. It's not like, the content of the song doesn't matter. Like, it's not like... We're like, we don't like over identify with the song. We're not like, oh my God, you're like Anne Boleyn. <laughs> Which we're coming back to Anne Boleyn, y'all. Hold that thought. But like, yeah, like there's just like, but it's still like, yeah, it always reminds me of you. And I think vice versa. And like, we're, okay, here we go. Confession time. So we're in a D&D campaign as well. And Stephanie's character is a bard. And my character is something else, a rogue. You're and, a rogue. Um, and <laughs> Did Stephanie. You and well, no, I was just like, it probably doesn't matter. But then I was like, it's weirder to just not say it. So anyway, we're we're fighting, and Stephanie's trying to give like bardic inspiration to my character, and the DM was like, okay, like what song are you gonna sing to Sam's character to like get them all excited? And Stephanie's just like, Ambulance, she kept a ten. <laughs> and I just like. Bur- Burst out laughing and like none of our other like players in this game know what the hell that song is, and um, and I was like I hear you I'm ready to get my inspiration I was like I would hear you across the universe if you sang that song. But what's so funny is nobody in our campaign knows what that song is. But as soon right. as I said it and Sam lost her shit, our DM was like, "Is that a McFly song?" <laughs> yeah, it's true. He did immediately know when I started laughing. Right, but it's like what? Like you're going into battle. What? What song do you want to sing? And just all of a sudden, it's which all her hopes and dreams are, and she plans to run, to run away, away with, with him forever. Also, again. you might have noticed one of our best party tricks is that we <laughs> sing this song at like times four speed. We, I don't know why we started doing that, but like we could literally <laughs> sing this song in like maybe, maybe one minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe one minute or under. We've never timed it. I don't think we've ever timed it. Yeah. We should. Should we do it right now? No. <laughs> we can cut it from the podcast. <laughs> like there's something keeping track right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, like, I don't remember. I don't know why we did that. Because I don't think we do that with other songs. Like, the other songs we try to, like, sing more or less, like, on beat or, like, in Not time. Not even, like, any other McFly songs. No. I don't do it to any other song. No. I don't think. That's not supposed to be not like on purpose, that. Right? Like, right. if I'm singing some other song out of time, it's an accident, because I right. don't know. But, like, like I just remember, like, we will always, like, we never, like, when I listened to the music video for this uh, episode prep, I was like, this song is so slow! <laughs> because, Same. like, we were just like, am I letting you get to do what y'all are? I don't know what, it, there's just, it's a fun song. It, there's just so much joy. Here. It's really, it's a, it's a really good song, but it's really, really fun to sing super fast. Right. So if you're like, I don't understand, I don't understand why you would do this, this is stupid. Try it. Try it it's, at home. It, there's I just dare so much you. joy. <laughs> like, I remember, like, we would, like, sing this to each other on the phone and just, like, not even breathe <laughs> for no reason at all. Like, that's just how we hang out. We'd be like, what do you want to do today? Oh, I don't know. Like, should we just sing Transylvania at times four speed? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I want to stress this enough. It had nothing to do with the song or the lyrics or anything. It was Why? just something we did. Why did we like it so much? I have no idea. I honestly, like, if I had to, like, because I don't know what my brain, I don't know what my brain was like in 2007, but, like, if I had to guess, these are my guesses. Let me open my book. Hold on. (laughs) So, if I had to guess, it would be, one, Dougie is very prominent in this song. Right. Super prominent. 
Like he helped. Was he the main writer? I think he was the main writer on it. Don't at me if he wasn't, but I'm pretty sure he was. Main writer. He sings in it. Like this is the first so time much. like Dougie has ever like been a prominent voice in a McFly song for the first time. Right. Besides like um those like b-sides right where he's like where they weren't recorded right but like he also had that small little part in um obviously that i didn't even know realize it was dougie until much years later right. but <laughs> he's just there in the background like but like the video was super fun and it also could have added to the fact like around this time were you obsessed with uh king henry's wives is that a thing <laughs> Uh, it was Was that around this time? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but yes, you're right that, like, I was pretty big into, like, Henry VIII and other, like, Tudor-era England stories when I was a teenager. I think that that's kind of just a coincidence that this song is, like, mentions Anne Boleyn and then I was into Henry VIII. Because the thing that really, I think, like, that started it all for me was the other Boleyn girl. For sure, yeah, yeah. Until 2008. I wasn't sure if, like, you were already into, like, the Tudor stuff, and then you're like, and then we were like, oh my god, this has Anne Boleyn in it, blah, 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 blah. So. I don't think so. I wasn't sure if that just added to, like, we love this song because of this. Right, because it talks about Anne Boleyn, and I'm weirdly obsessed with Henry VIII, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think that's probably just a coincidence, also because this is clearly not really Anne Boleyn. Yeah, this is fake facts. Fake facts. (laughs) Fake news. Fake history. But I don't know. But I'm agreeing with you about Dougie, I think, right? Because, like, singing and that's be part. Like, it feels it feels like really special because, like, this mm-hmm. is the first time he's sung on a single. Like, you know, right. and like you said, maybe ever, except for some of these, like, B-sides and rarities and stuff. Also, the song's very different than the rest of uh, their song on this album. How so? <laughs> Let me go back to my notes. They, it sounds different. Like, it's a different sound than what they've had in the past, right? So... A lot of fans, and I was researching this online, described it as a hybrid slash like a love note to um, Jellyfish's Belly Button album, mm-hmm. which I still haven't listened to. <laughs> right. <laughs> Once I read this fact, I was like, I should listen to that and see what they mean. But um, I didn't because I'm a terrible researcher. That's okay. I forgive you. I did listen to, like, at least I listened to, like, the first song on that album because I was curious. And the first song I listened to was the first, obviously, the first song on the album. And it's called The Man I Used to Be. And it also starts with an, an Oregon intro, which I thought was interesting. And also Baby's Coming Back is literally on that album. Right. Yeah. Baby's Coming Back is a Jellyfish cover. Right. Right. Like, and McFly was, like, big into Jellyfish that right, year. Right. So... I thought that was interesting just because, like, people are saying, like, well, this out, like, this song is, like, a love song, a love song, a love note, or, like, a hybrid of that album, so it's interesting to me. They chose Baby's Coming Back. I don't, I don't, rem- like, at this moment, as I'm saying the sentence out loud, I do not think or remember any of their lyrics being nonsensical like this song is. Are you asking about if McFly's has other nonsensical lyrics, or if you're asking about Jellyfish? I'm asking about McFly. I know nothing about oh. Jellyfish. Okay. I mean, we'll save it for the album episode, but it's little Joanna. Little Joanna's got big blue eyes, coconut cream, and coffee colored thighs. To be fair, we'll come to that. We'll we'll come to Achilles that. Achilles wears a necklace. Yeah, we're coming back for that. <laughs> Write that down, everyone. So, I mean, it is very playful. Both little Joanna and I mean, people are dying in Transylvania, but you know what I mean. And also, like. I guess it also stands out because this is one of the only songs that come to mind with McFly that's like a persona song. I mean, you could argue that they're all persona songs, right? Because, like, it's not like Tom wrote Sorry's Not Good Enough and then it's because him and G broke up, right? This isn't like Taylor Swift up in here, right? So it's not completely biographical all the time. Uh-huh. The way that you can sort of, like, with a lot of Taylor Swift songs, you can track her real life uh through these songs but like they're not still they're not personas right like why are we breaking up sorry it's not good enough right and like you know it might not be about tom's real life but you're just supposed to sort of like accept that tom is the singer um and i feel like this is one of the only songs where they're like where they're like talking about someone else right they're like and Boleyn, she kept a tin right so it's right. like they're telling a story rather yeah than they're like... telling a story 
Yeah. Um, and I think this is one. I mean, it literally the you know the music video opens with you know Tom storyteller Tom in like a library, right? He's like narrator Tom, right? You know? right so right. I, I think yeah, like this is one of the few songs where they take on um, like a persona like that to tell a story. So yeah. it's cool. It's cool. I mean, can you blame us for liking it? Like, no, no. Who, no. who could? It's I fun. do have a question, though. I have a question. Yeah. So Transylvania is a famous place yes. for because of Dracula. It's never mentioned in the song, Transylvania. Right. Like, that's never, they never sing about, like, Transylvania's where she ran away or whatever. It's never mentioned. <laughs> right. So why do you think they named this song Transylvania? Listen. Like, the song supposedly, quote-unquote, about Anne Boleyn, who was definitely... In England, and and if right. I'm recalling, Transylvania's in Romania, right. and as far as I know, Anne Boleyn's never been to Romania. So, <laughs> why is this song called Transylvania? Listen, I Please have discuss. no idea. I mean, I will say that I think I remember this uh, song being even weirder than it was. Like when we first started, when I first started taking my notes, I was like, "What even is this song?" <laughs> but then I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh, I kind of get it, I guess." But then when you start asking me direct questions like that, I'm like, mm, "Don't look at it too hard." Like you know, like you like because like yes, I don't know. Like what is the connection? Like. Anne Boleyn is Henry VIII's beheaded second wife, mm-hmm. and Transylvania is where Dracula lives, and, like, what's going on? What is the connection here? I don't know. I guess it's just for ambiance, right? They're like, it's a creepy castle in Transylvania. I mean, in the music video, it seems important to know that we're in Transylvania, because if, it, like, let's say that it was called, like, the Tower or whatever, right? Like the Tower of London. And then like you see undead vampire Tom and undead Danny. You'd be like, what is happening? Like what? But like because they called it Transylvania, you're sort of like already thinking about vampires. Right. But I don't know what the, con- like what is the connection between Anne Boleyn and Dracula? I honestly think like if I'm going to be real with you right now, which I mm, always am, I honestly think if we were to ask Dougie Pointer, hey man, uh, why is the song called Transylvania? Because it's not even mentioned. He'd be like, I just like the sound of it. You'd be like, vampires are cool. Okay. It's something so simple. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not that serious, I guess. I hope, I hope they, uh, because, you know, they're releasing that series where they're talking about their greatest hits, you know, as if there's not already a podcast about it. I wonder where they got that idea. And I hope, I think they'll talk about Transylvania. So I hope, like, that comes up. I hope they're like, why is it called Transylvania? And Tom's like, I don't know. Dougie's so weird. Right. So, McFly, if you're listening, and we know that you are, idea stealers, please explain. (laughs) Transylvania to us. I mean, it's not that serious, like you said, right? Like, I I read online that when the music video was first coming out, McFly's website, like, was advertising it. And, like, they, like... The quote was like, this video has all the boys dressed up as girls in a gothic castle with nasty villains, damsels in distress, and over-the-top shenanigans. And they delivered. And they delivered, right? So, like, they're not taking it that serious. They're just, like, here to be like, da-da-da-da. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. This video is truly art. Yeah. I love it so much. So, should it's we a- start talking about the video? Maybe. we've been talking right? a long time. About this, uh, now that it's been like a 30 minutes of uh, <laughs> do what we're here to do, look, this video is so good. It opens like a movie, it was all silent movie style, black and white, and the spooky rain sounds in the title card and everything, and like, I was like 12 seconds in when we see Tom for the first time, I like had to pause it already, right? <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, okay, we're gonna watch it and research it, and then I was like, ah! And I, like, had to pause it because I was, like, so excited. I was like, here we go! Oh, my God! And, like, I was, like, overwhelmed with, like, so much nostalgia because, like, we literally just spent, like, 30 minutes talking about how much we love this song. But I have not seen the music video in years. Oh, yeah. No. No. I think about it every time the song comes on. I'm like, oh, that music video. That's so... Right. But I never, I haven't seen it with my own two eyes until I was researching. Right, and so, not for so long. And so, like, I was just so overwhelmed. I was like, oh my god! Like, 
like, there they are. I don't know. I had to like pause it and like calm down. <laughs> I think it's I think it's great. So like you mentioned narrator Tom first scene, his eyebrows are on full display. I was like, I love that for us. He's just in his little round glasses with his little slick back hair. And he's like, and bullet. Oh, love it. But then also, like, it also starts out with uh, Dougie Pointer and a dress, which is Yay. a good, it's a great, solid start. And love that. Here. Love that. He's got the legs for it. I'm off. Right. I'm, Step I'm aside, it. Natalie Portman. <laughs> like, Dougie is, Dougie Pointer is the best portrayal of Anne Boleyn <laughs> in cinematic history. It's also, uh, there, we've got some uh, Pones action in this video. Like, as the star-crossed lovers, right? I'm also, like, coming off... I was coming off of uh, Pwn's High watching this uh, video because they did their DJ set on MTA. Oh, yeah, that was really cute. So I'm here for it. Love it so much. Yeah. Step okay. aside, Pud. <laughs> for a moment. Just... just just for a second. Please come back. <laughs> no, it's so good, though. I'm, like, I'm, I love Pud as much as the next everyone on the planet. But, um... This is so good, right? Like, Pone's in the house. Like, I don't, it's like, <laughs> like, I love, 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 love. Like, the little, like, when Dougie's like, dee, 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 like, thinking about Danny and he, like, does that little twirl, right? And then he, like, the points at play? the camera. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he's so cute. And, like, Dougie's like, I know, right? And I'm like, a man in uniform. And Dougie's like, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, so I just, like, I'm really here for it. Like, they're so cute. And they're so, yeah, I love the poems. Like, Dougie, Dougie looks great. Like, Danny looks great. Sucker for a man in a uniform. Sucker for a man being his best self, Anne Boleyn style. I don't know. It's great. I love it. Speaking of Anne Boleyn, um, her hands are not, <laughs> are not Doug's hands. Are you talking about when she's opening? They do a close-up of Anne opening up her box and pulling out a letter from her little lover, and she got some great-ass nails. I'm like, oh, girl, where you get those done at? And then, like, pulls out to Dougie, and he does not have (laughs) There is no way in hell that those hands belong to anyone in the band. I mean, you already committed to, like, the makeup, the wig, the dress. Why don't you commit to nails? Just put on the fake nails, man. Yeah, like, I, I saw that, too, and I was like, oh, my God, like, they're really committed to this. Like, look at the nails. And then I had the same thought, because then the next scene is Dougie holding the letter with his, like, chewed off nails. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like, that's just some stock footage they found online of, like, woman a whole opening letter. I don't know. Like, but, yeah, like, that person is woman definitely not in the opening band. letter. I'll Google like I need this. Right. I mean that's all it is. Like this they don't even know that her. They don't even know. You could have just got pressed on nails, boo-boo. Like it would have been fine. It was it's very funny. But also like Fem Doug's great. But masculine Doug with this little newsboy hat is something else. I listen. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) I am really feeling Dougie. In this video, he's wearing eyeliner, right? I'm pretty sure if he's not, then those eyelashes are unworldly. Right, like just ten out of ten. Like he looks so cute in his little black hat and his little like scruffy hair off to the side. I get little it. Skater boy hair. Yeah, I mean, I get not it. to mention his little rolled up sleeves of his like white shirt and his pants. His pants. He has clothes, two eyes, a nose, but I get it. Like, it's, yeah. His little it. ascot. I was trying to think of the word. I was like, it's not his pants. It's not his pants. His ascot. His little ascot. <laughs> Sorry, my mind was going in a different direction set up up. It was going That's down. hilarious. Right. But yeah, I love the little neckerchief. I mean, it just, everybody looks so good today, especially Dougie and like his little newsboy hat. I had one of those hats in high school, pretty sure. <laughs> On another segment of Dougie and Sam are the same person. (laughs) Continuing continuing our scientific study. I definitely wore that hat in 2007. I think a lot of people wore that hat in 2007. It's pretty popular. I didn't. I knew a lot of people that did. But I think I owned a hat like that, but I couldn't, I never wore it. Right. I have some regrets, but definitely there's a lot of pictures of me like with that news 
boy kind of style. Is that the kind of style that your ugly orange hat is that I hate? No. Oh. No, that's more like, I don't even know what that kind of hat is called, but yeah. Because it's horrendous. It doesn't have the bill. You need to throw it away. (laughs) You hate my orange hat. Um, No, that's like, it's not quite a bucket hat, but it's like more like a bucket hat. (laughs) You don't even know what kind of hat it is. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know all kinds of hats. It's a cursed it's a cursed clothing item. You need to throw it away. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like that hat, it's kind of like the style that like Anne Hathaway in Princess Diaries wears when she like gets her <laughs> she gets her hair straightened and she's embarrassed and she doesn't want to go to school. So she wears that like that like hat that goes around. Yeah, like uh-huh. that's my orange hat. Like her hat is not orange as a thing, but like my that's sort of the style. It's just like that flat hat that goes all the way around. So I'm like Mia Thermopolis, like hiding my shiny new hair or whatever but uh but like no a new that's not the newsboy like hat but i i had that one too right with the with the flat bill and then like i wear it sort of tucked off to the side and take a bunch of selfies but like not with like but like with an actual camera like yeah with the myspace upshot selfie don't forget those don't forget those peace signs yeah yeah like there's there's I, i have a lot of regrets but it's true Always stick like, my tongue out, like. Bleh. Yeah, the, the peace signs were a thing even before they became like a standard "quote unquote" bisexual thing, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody was just throwing. Everyone the peace just signs. always throwing a peace sign. Oh, ridiculous! But anyway, back to this video. But I have regrets about my newsboy stage, newsboy hat stage. Dougie needs to have zero regrets. He yeah, looks so good. They all look so good. The only person I should have regrets about this video is D- Danny with his stupid bucket hat. That's it. That's it. The bucket hat? He had a bucket hat during that performance when everybody else, when Dougie was wearing a newsboy cap. Oh, yeah. He had a bucket hat on. I'm like, boy, why? Why? <laughs> why? He loves those hats. He loves those hats because he even wore one recently in that DJ set on Pones. He was wearing a bucket hat. Like... Yeah. <laughs> That's his impressing Dougie hat. <laughs> <laughs> those are the last. That's a lot. Like, those are the two most recent times that you've talked about Pones, and in both times, he's wearing a bucket hat, <laughs> Danny is. And so whenever it's Pones is in the house, he just puts on his hat. I guess, like, he needs a gimmick, right? Because, like, Pud is just hairy being hairy, right? And right. I guess Danny's like, my bucket hat's the thing, though. Right. right? Like, gets Dougie weak in his knees. Yeah. He like he walks in wearing a bucket hat and Dougie's like, oh, okay, gonna be one of those days. I see. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know what kind of hangout this was gonna be. I'm really glad you wore the hat to let me know, right? Like they walk in, they're like, want to watch a movie? Yeah, no problem. And then he, Danny, doesn't wear the bucket hat and Dougie's like, okay, get it. We're just like pals watching a movie. But then he like walks in with his bucket hat and Dougie's like, all right, <laughs> this is Danny flirting with Dougie hat. <laughs> funny <laughs> maybe Dougie loves it maybe do I have to invest in the bucket hats now I would love that be that would just be <laughs> such good karma because you absolutely hate bucket hats right you're like you make it fun of my orange one I you're think making... they're so ugly they they remind me of old men that go fishing right I get that but nonetheless right you spent years making fun of mine and now you're making fun of Danny's and like that's Dougie's favorite thing are you admitting now that your orange hat is a bucket hat? And it's I think it stupid? is like bucket hat style. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I don't know enough about hats. Like I'd worry that I would say bucket hat, and then someone would like see a picture of my hat and be like liar. But I think so. <laughs> like it has the same style, ish. Like that's what I would call it. But like the point is, is that you hate my hat, you hate Danny's hat, and like you know how you feel about backwards baseball caps, which have been documented, I believe, in this podcast. It probably has, yes. Right. They just make you, like, a little bit... I'm not a stranger to admitting the fact that I love backwards baseball caps. Right. You, like, just can't even see straight if somebody walks into a room with their their baseball cap on backwards. That's the flirt with Stephanie hat. Right. That's the flirt with (laughs) Stephanie hat. And so, like, what if that's how Dougie feels about bucket hats? (laughs) And he just, every time somebody wears a bucket hat, he's like, oh, my God. Right? Like, he can't even. He can't even handle the shit. And Danny knows that. And so, right, like, if I ever was going to be like, Stephanie, don't you think that we should do what I want to do today? I would wear my backwards hat. <laughs> right? And you would probably be like, God damn it, Sam, you're so cute. I have to go to this restaurant instead of the restaurant I want to go to. Right? Like, like, and Danny's like, showing up in the bucket hat, like, 
having a party tonight. And Dougie's like, whoo! <laughs> totally, totally true McFly fact. <laughs> Dougie loves bucket hats. Prove us wrong. You can't. Okay. I guess we're true. It's true and we're right. But yeah, so bucket hats, uh, they look good. I mean, like, I think I think you would be offended by this bucket hat, too, because Danny's has curly hair in this video. And, like, that's the I only know. time you see the curls is when he's wearing his little bucket hat. I know. You don't get to see the curls very much. Um, but, like, I'm into, like, the slicks back look, too, of his little soldier right. boy uniform. And, and, like, I'm into the wigs. Like, like I did notice. I was like, oh, he's covering up his curls. But then, like, later, like he doesn't have his hat on anymore. And I was like, oh, Danny's like finally letting the curls out to play. But like, I'm not even like that mad because I love the curls, obviously well-documented, but in this video, all of them are so beautiful. Like I'm already <laughs> kind of overwhelmed. I'm not sure that I could have handled the cor- curls, right? Like, like Danny was like, I got to do something about this. Like, so he like puts his hat on to cover up his curls because there's so much of this video, Stephanie, so much, right? Like they're in the mismatched period costumes, right? For right. starters. So we've got like soldier Dan, right? Like in like world war one or two, like, right. Like 1920s, forties kind of uniform, Right. right, but then all the dresses are like 17th, 18th, like centuries, sort of like more old time right. dresses than that. And like they're wearing wigs, and some of them are wearing makeup, and there's eyeliner, and their hair's slicked back, but then their hair's also kind of scruffy. At one point, they're like, you know, Danny's in a uniform, and and Tom, uh, you know, t- Tom looks like a vampire. I don't know, <laughs> like. <laughs> a woman and also a soldier and then like Harry's there and for some reason he looks like a pirate and like Dougie's wearing (laughs) eyeliner with his hat on sideways and like it's a lot like I just like I'm so attracted to all of them also in the mix of all that there's a couple performance scenes where they're like in their everyday 2007 clothes right they just they look so good all of the personas all of the time and I'm there's so many people in this video and there was only four guys in it and I'm attracted to all of them so absurd though like why do their costume period clothes just don't match it's not that serious <laughs> i guess not it's like it's, it's like nothing is real and like time doesn't matter only like only fun matters <laughs> and they went hard with the fun they went hard with this video man like they like they're like okay this song doesn't make sense why should the video and i'm like okay I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm down with you guys in dresses where I make up, like, toxic masculinity, who, right? Right. And then also, like, they also have their masculine personas, you know, when they're at that, ta- like, that fancy dinner table together, when they're just like, who are you sleeping with, Dan? He's like, I couldn't tell. I'll tell you when hell freezes over. Right. Right. I love that part. I have two things I want to say about that. First, I love that part mm-hmm. when everyone's like, ooh, is your lover? And he's like, I couldn't tell. Like, bitch, everyone in the castle already knows. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole video <laughs> is about how everyone already knows. So, whatever. That part always cracks me up. He's like, I'll never tell you. But then it's like, that one over there. <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, duh. duh. Um, but... <clears throat> Speaking of, like, Mask McFly and Femme McFly, I think that's my favorite part of the video, is, like, when they're, like, flirting with each other. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Like, Tom's got his little star out in his dress. You know, like, Harry, like, Mask Harry takes a giant bite out of a chicken, like, a chicken leg or, like, a turkey Just leg. a random chicken. Like, some kind of meat leg. And, like, Femme Harry is into it, right? She's like, ooh, ooh, like, suddenly, like, all hot under the neck. Yeah, and, like, Tom, Mask Tom and Femme Tom are, like, always sort of flirting and, like, batting their eyelashes at each other, wiggling their exceptional eyebrows at each other. They're like, you have great eyebrows. So do you. Right, like, Are you sure they're flirting with each other and they're not flirting with the other parts of the band members? Well, there's other, I mean, I think there's others for, throughout, right? Because there is a scene where, like, Mask Tom, every time I say that, because I don't want to say masculine every time, but it sounds like I'm saying mask, like I'm wearing a mask. He has a mask on, like, Mask Tom. Uh, <laughs> but Mask Tom is, like, dancing with Femme Harry at one point, right. and that was very right. cute. Um, and then They I were was, so into it. Like, yeah. that eye contact, I could feel it. Right. So, like, there's a lot of parts where they're all into it, but, like, there are some parts, I think, where they are flirting with each other. You have to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Fem Harry is really into, like, Soldier Harry. 
And I'm like, I get it. Like, because it's Harry and who wouldn't? But, like, also, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if Fem Sam and, like, Mask Sam, like, ran into each other on the street, I think that we would totally be into each other. Right? Mask Sam would be wearing one of those, like, super hot vests, right? Like, Harry or Dougie is wearing in this video even, right? Like, they'd be wearing one of those vests <laughs> that I love. Right, like, and then, like, Fem Sam would have, like, bright red lipstick on, and they would just be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what? Like, you're exactly my type? How did you know? And, like, (laughs) they would, like, they would be so into it. Like I said, you have to hook up yourself to either, to hook up with somebody else. You gotta hook up with yourself first. You gotta hook up, I mean, like, that's how you know what you like. This is not appropriate for this podcast, (laughs) Look, all I'm saying is... That's how you figure out your likes and dislikes, guys. You gotta hook up with yourself first. I don't even... I don't even mean that, but I I don't not not mean that. But, like, I just even mean, like... I, like... Like, you know... You are very attracted to yourself, Sam. We understand. I mean, I'm very attracted to a certain type. And if I wore that to myself, right? Like, it's your backwards... (laughs) it's It's your backwards hat kind of thing, right? Like... You know. Yeah, if I wore a backwards hat, if I was trying, if I was trying to impress myself, and I met myself, right? If I, if like my two, like your fem and your mass side, right? Um, this is totally binary, and like that sucks. But like just for this experiment, this thought experiment, if I had to split myself in two to my fem and mass side, uh, my mass side would definitely be wearing a backwards hat with plaid on, like ripped jeans, you know. The, your standard skater punk shit. Right. And then, like, my thin side would just be wearing red lipstick, curly-ass hair, right? Curl. Whew, my hair. I love my hair. Anyway. Um, and dresses. And a dress. Like, a sundress. And into it. Right! Like, how could you not? Like, and this isn't just, like, oh, this is what I'm attracted to, but it's also, like, who we are. Like, sometimes I just put a vest on. Because, like, I think that, like, people who wear vests are so hot. And I'm, like, right. I think I should wear a vest. So that I can also be so hot, right? So it's not right. even like, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, nobody else is going to wear a vest with me, like, for me. I'll just wear a vest for myself. So every time I look yeah. at myself that day, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's like the same attitude as women wearing makeup, right? Like, I wear makeup to impress myself and be like, hey, good looking. In the mirror. Right. Not for someone else to be like, oh, you're really cute. Like, bitch, I know. Right. Like, you know, know, like, I don't have, like, you know, if nobody else is just going to show up to the party dressed like I want them to dress, I'll just do it myself. Like, I will come to the party to flirt with myself with my cool vest and my, like, suspenders. (laughs) Basically, love yourself. Right. If nobody else is going to do it for you, do it for yourself. That means, you know, hooking up with yourself, you guys. Right. But that's what Harry taught us. So thanks, Harry. <laughs> totally true. My five facts. Boom. That's what Harry taught. That's what I learned today. Is that <laughs> what you, I learned? Today. You can be attracted to yourself. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it also goes to show that not even Harry is immune to Harry. It's not. He won an award for it right. last a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's won an award for thirsting after himself, for loving himself so much, right. which is fine. Like you should always love yourself. Right. You got you for the rest of your life. But, you know, now that we're done to having a self-pep talk with y'all, <laughs> let's get back to this video. Well, I think we should talk about the plot here. Because, like, we've been talking about, like, certain snippets. But I think it, okay. it's time to talk about how, like, Femme Dougie as Anne Boleyn, The story. Right? Yeah, okay. the story, right? Femme Dougie's like, I gotta run away to meet up with this cute soldier boy. And everyone's like, don't do it. Like, and she's like, whatever. And at first... Right, so it's like the title card is like scared and alone, like she searches for her lover. And like, didn't you have a meeting place? Like, <laughs> why didn't you plan for this? <laughs> but then I was like, oh wait, he's late because he's dead. Yeah, that was like a turn. It was right. like very shock worthy. So they've run like, away. They did not know he would end up dead. She said sarcastically. Look, um, that's because that's usually how these stories go. <laughs> Like, I mean, rest in peace, Soldier Danny. I barely knew you, but I really loved it. Right. Okay, so Anne Boleyn's leaving. She grabs her coat and tries to meet Soldier Dan. Soldier Dan's not there. Well, she's like, where the hell is he? Finds him. Dead in a tree. Don't know how he got in a tree, but he's there. I have several theories. <laughs> and then she remembers the past. Because I think this is the part where it kind of gets a little weird. Right? Because... She, like, remembers the past, 
And then from what I remember, after like they party and dance and stuff, vampires come and he rescues her from a train. Yeah. Did this all happen before he died? I think that it must have happened after he died. Except for the dance. The ball is definitely the past. Okay. Right, the like, who is your lover thing where they're all like flirting with each other and they're dancing together right. and stuff. Right, right. I think right. that's all the past. But like, I had the same questions about like plot because like either like the thing about like her being tied up and him coming to rescue her and like there's a vampire now, like that would have to be either a flashback or happen linearly like one after the other. And there's really, there's nothing in it that makes me feel like it's a flashback except for that he's dead. But, like, I have several theories. Actually, I have several support, like, supporting facts for my one true theory, which okay. is that Danny's a vampire now. Obviously. Okay. Right. Like, first of all, let's go way back to the night earlier, <laughs> earlier that year when they're all dancing at the ball. <laughs> Do you remember that when Mask Dom... Dom... <laughs> Start taking a weird turn here. When, when like Soldier Tom and Soldier Danny were like fighting at the table, they were like having an argument, and like Danny's like, "When will this stop?" and like shoves Tom. Yes. Okay. Right. So they're fighting, and then the next time that we see Danny is when they're supposed to meet up, but he's dead. And so I think that Tom murdered him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is also not the first time in this podcast that we have accused Tom of attempted murder. It's true. <laughs> Tom is like, he has some issues and he probably needs to work out. He's very aggressive towards his friends. Right. He tried to push Dougie off a building, tried right. to kill him then. Yeah. What was the other time? What else did he do? That was the one I was thinking of. So if there's that was what I was thinking of. But he's like he's done other terrible things that I forget. Oh, he's cheated at a race, but that wasn't the same thing as being terrible to your friends. <laughs> no, it's not. And I don't think they're on the same level. Right. <laughs> Murder and cheating. Good. Good for you to clarify that. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, like they're fighting over something. I don't know if they're like fighting over like Fim Dougie or whatever. But Tom murders Danny in a jealous rage. But as mm. we know, a few minutes later in the video, Tom is a vampire. <gasps> Shut up. Don't gasp. You know it's true. I know. <laughs> but, like, so my theory is that Tom has just been a vampire this whole time. And so what? he killed Danny, and then that's the reason why Danny is, like, undead later. Okay, but pause. As a person who would consider themselves a vampire expert, because I have been obsessed with the supernatural for years now since like middle school right just because you kill someone does not mean you make them a vampire so are you saying let's add to this let's sprinkle some stuff into this tom did murder danny out of a jealous rage but then he felt guilty about it so and then made him into a vampire he made him into a vampire he's like sorry i killed you but anyway i brought you back kind of Hope you don't my mind. bad anyway bye i'm gonna go sleep in my coffin now and then that kind of makes the rest of it make sense right like that's how come he can like save dougie from the train tracks because he's like undead and then that's why he's like going to like visit tom later and he's like what happened what did you do to me and tom's like <laughs> yes <laughs> right so that that makes it all make sense and like and then also right okay princess Anne's parents got wind of her relationship what relationship like he's dead unless they know something that we don't which is that he's undead right because like why otherwise are you even gonna tie her to the train tracks like bro is dead <laughs> like you know like it's just like they're like oh we heard you were dating this boy and we don't want you to date this boy and we're gonna stop at nothing to make it stop and therefore we're gonna tie you to this train tracks and like dougie's over here like mom 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 like he's dead like the relationship is over mom where are you going mom don't leave me here mom mom he's dead and they're like no we must stop it right like just a day late and a dollar short parents Maybe maybe they didn't get wind of his demise and they're like, oh no, she's lying to us because she wants to be with him forever right. and we cannot allow it. So here's a train. Right. It's just like, ain't, like, ain't that just like a parent? Like, they're like, they don't <laughs> ain't even that have just like the... a parent to tie you to a train track? <laughs> no, I mean like sort of like daylight and a dollar short vibe, right? Like, like they're like, we know what's going on here. And they're like, you're not listening. Like he's dead. <laughs> like, 
like they think they, they think they have the whole story, but like they don't know anything. What's <laughs> the picture in your mom tie you to a train track as a punishment? <laughs> I'm sure there's times my mom was like, I wish I could tie her to a train track, but like, (laughs) they didn't actually do it. So either this is like parents negligence and uh, ignorance, or they know something that Fem Dougie doesn't, which is that Danny is going to come back as a vampire. So the only way to stop them from being together is to tie Dougie to a train track and slice him up. Right. They would rather kill her than have her love a vampire and possibly become a vampire. Maybe they read Twilight. They were like, no way. Second. That's not going to be your That's future, baby. Your no. baby. Like, I would rather see you at the bottom of the ocean than in the hands of a pirate. <laughs> like, that sentiment, but make it vampire. I would rather see you smashed on the tracks than in the eyes of a vampire. <laughs> I mean, if Charlie Swan would have just done that with Bella, we wouldn't have to worry about any of the right. Renesmee wouldn't even exist. <laughs> She's an abomination anyway. Okay. Parents, man. Am I right? But I think (laughs) that that all is further strengthens my theory that it's all happening later and that Danny is in fact undead. Okay. I can get on board with this theory. But Dougie doesn't know that until Danny saves. (laughs) I don't even know pronouns to use. (laughs) I'm like, uh, until Danny (laughs) saves them uh, off the train tracks, right? Because like she first, like, Fem Doug comes back to the castle like carrying dead danny like oh oh my god i forgot to even mention did you notice in that scene where they're like where where dougie's in the dress but like running around the castle like that i was just talking about right he's wearing sneakers i didn't notice no (laughs) so dumb it's like the coffee cup in the game of thrones movie or season episode whatever i'm trying to say She's like, there's an episode of Game of Thrones where they're like just like chit chatting in like the castle or whatever, and there's just like a Starbucks cup. Starbucks cup, yeah. I remember Star. I may remember Starbucks Gate. Stargate, yeah. Cupgate, Coffee Gate, whatever. Yeah. So it's like that, but with sneakers. I'm like, boy did not finish his getting dressed that morning. But anyway, that's not the point. I just thought it was funny. Okay, so he like carries him back to the castle because he's super sad. So like he doesn't know that that Dougie's dead or Danny is undead he just thinks he's dead dead for a little while right 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 right. because i think it takes a while for you to transition into a vampire so that would make sense yeah he's gotta like be buried and like claws way out and he's got a lot of work to do and also the gossipy ladies like we can't skip them right like while danny is like slowly crawling out of the ground becoming undead right like all of the like ladies in the court are like yeah, gossip. Yeah, let's talk about that scene for a little bit because there was a lot going on in those in those scenes and like a lot of touchy, a lot of groping. I'm like, okay. Right, Dougie's got a little peep show going on. Is like, things, yeah. Like at one point, at one point, Princess Anne, you know, right? is bearing it all for everyone to see at like two fifty. Like right? the nightgown's like way down past her nipples. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is it's getting quite scandalous. It They're just like a couple pillows away from a porno. <laughs> Right, but I I love that scene so much. Like Tom's like playing with Danny's hair, and like you know, like Harry and Dougie are like bouncing on the bed. Yeah. And I would like to take a moment to talk about Fem Danny. Okay, this is your moment. Because all I'm saying that is Fem Dougie and I have already bonded over like cute soldier boy, right? right? And like if I was the uh, Anne Boleyn. Uh, and I, my super cute uniformed lover, just died. And then I came back to the castle, and one of the royal ladies looked just like him, <laughs> but like in a dress and like with lipstick and like a guitar <laughs> for some reason. Under <laughs> his dress. Guitar was Under super her dress, hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just like, where were you keeping that? <laughs> but like, just like whipping out a vagina guitar and then like going to town. All I'm saying is that I'd be like, I'd take like one look at her and I'd be like, round two, like it is on. <laughs> I'd be like, my lover died. What am I supposed to do? Because I don't know that he's coming back as a vampire. And I'm like, oh God, he was so, he was so beautiful. I'm so sad. And then you just see the exact same person, but in a dress now, I would be like, yes. <laughs> was that part before he came back and rescued her? 
Yes. Okay. So here's another here's another thing for your theory. Maybe she did get with Fem Danny, right? And her parents got wind of that relationship. That's oh. what they meant. And put her Whoa. on the soundtrack. And then Mass Danny was like, no. And she's like, oh, oh, you're alive. This is even better. This is so great. Like, now both of my boyfriends are here. <laughs> like, Dad is like, what do you mean both? I mean, I'm just I saying. Love that. I'm just saying. This is just a long way of saying that I'm super attracted to Fem Danny, which is not surprising. But also more concerning and more relevant is like maybe what I'm learning about myself here is that I should be really careful about brother and sister combos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking about Vicky Jones. Right. Yeah. Like, definitely don't trust me with these people. Right. Like, like, especially if they're twins, which at least they're not. But like, I mean, I stand by it. Right. Like, Vicky Jones is so hot. (laughs) But like, yeah, like, I just shouldn't be trusted to be like, oh, my, oh, the brother died. It's okay. I still got the sister. like don't trust me around twins y'all <laughs> is what i'm just i'm warning you you've all been warned you've all been warned <laughs> forever and always uh but ambulance the same way obviously it's true that's yeah tag yourself i'm ambulance <laughs> i'm i'm just harry flirting with myself and touching yeah. <laughs> you know it ain't it ain't wrong it ain't a bad life dressing like a pirate Oh, God. Yeah, like, that specifically, right, I think, like, that specifically is, like, Harry in the, like, performance part of the video. Right. Where he's, like, behind the drum set, and he has, like, an open vest and, like, a slightly unbuttoned white shirt rolled up above the elbows. This is literally just, like, what I'm into all the time. His hair's all kind of scruffled up, and he just looks so good. Just like, hi, Harry! And he's like, yeah, sorry, did you call for me? And I'm just like, hi, Harry! Because I can't say anything else to that man when he looks like that. He, like, broke me. He's like, yeah, hey, how are you doing? Hi. Yeah, we already said that. What's up? Hi. <laughs> anyway, did you want something? Hi. And Harry, he's just so nice. He's just like, okay, hi. Hi. How's it going? Yeah. Hey. Just let me say hi to him seven times in a row. Everybody's like, well, I gotta go play. Get drums now. So, I have a question. Yeah. Of our ongoing saga of Tom's downward spiral. Do you think... This is a fever dream that Tom is having. He's finally, like, hear me out. He's finally lost it. Um, so he's combining what he knows about British history and fiction that he knows. Like, you know. <laughs> his love of vampires. His love of vampires into one thing. <laughs> so, because, like, you know, you know, please, please, he did not get the nurse, right? Didn't get the nurse, right? And then he didn't get the trainer because he lost the race. And then... His best friend turns into an alien. Well, he doesn't turn into an alien. Like, an alien comes back in the form of his best friend. Right. Right. And then he kidnaps his girlfriend, which, you know, seems a little, seems a little sus. And then, like, she still rejects him. Can't imagine why. (laughs) I think he let her go. And then, uh, you know, then he gets, you know, his friends together. He's like, I got a job at the History Museum. Let's go. And... The things start coming alive, and so he's, you know, kind of breaking it. He loses that job, though. But he definitely loses that job because all of his friends and him went on, like, a giant drug-induced, like, acid trip <laughs> instead of working. And so now we have come to Transylvania, where Tom has completely lost it, right? right. I think it makes sense because he starts the song as narrator Tom. He's like, this is what's right. happened to me been trying to tell you guys and here we are right so i mean i think it sounds right he's like i'm a vampire now right and like he like creeps up the part that i love the most about this video i think is that he's like he's like creeping up the stairs as vampire tom to like i don't know like murder Dougie, drink Dougie, I don't know. And, um, and, like, instead they just have, like, girl time. <laughs> they just, like, have a little heart-to-heart at the foot of the bed. Like, Dougie's like, I can see you're undead, and, like, my boyfriend's actually undead, and it's really difficult. Like, do you want to talk about it? And, like, Vampire Dub's like, no one ever asks. <laughs> like, thank you. And, um, and that's so stupid. And, like, Option one to explain this is that it's because Dougie's an alien, and so the vampires can't drink his blood anyways. Right. But option two is that Tom just creeps into Dougie's room IRL and is like, 
Dougie, I'm a vampire. And like, what? And Dougie's like, sit down, mate. Like, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, Doug, it's just like Tom telling Dougie about this weird dream that he has. <laughs> and Dougie's like, I'm sorry, what? Anne Boleyn was where? <laughs> like, you're a what? Like, me and Danny? That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, Tom's like, no, it was all real, I swear. And Dougie's like, everyone knows that I'm in love with Harry, Tom. Like, you're dreaming. Go back to sleep. And then him, like, you know, turning into dust is him going back to sleep. Right? Right, yeah. Right, and then Dougie's just like, okay. And then he goes back to sleep. It's so funny. I, mean, I think that that's good. Yeah. I think like, it's great. The only other option is that literally every member of McFly is a vampire except for Dougie, who is an alien. At this point in time, Harry is just a human. Well, Harry won't be just a human for very long. Like, he becomes some, like, creepy little slithery, like, snake vampire. Yes, okay. I thought for the <laughs> longest time until I rewatched this video on 4K on their MCA website. I always thought that little vampire at the end was Danny. <laughs> Not Harry. <laughs> Which would have supported my theory. <laughs> but it's de- definitely Harry and his little butt. <laughs> He looks so mad. He's like, how dare you look at my butt? <laughs> it's like, bro, we're just standing here. You're the one, like, creeping along the wall like a spider. <laughs> we're just standing here. <laughs> He's, like, so indignant that we dared to look at him. So, like, creepy little vampire Harry. So he becomes a vampire before the song is over. Tom's already a vampire. Dougie... He's not a vampire only because he's an alien and they can't drink his blood. So, like, what is more believable is, like, everyone in McFly is not even human and, like, hasn't been four years. Or Tom just, like, had a nightmare (laughs) after some really tough times. I think if we're going to, if we're thinking ahead on the logic of McFly, Harry can't be turned into a vampire again if we're going to go to Party Girl. So this could just be a nightmare, a fever dream. Thomas had. Alternatively, Tom is psychic and he predicted Harry's vampirism four years early. Hmm. Maybe. So he had a dream. He woke up, he's like, Dougie, I just had the weirdest dream. And Dougie's like, go back to sleep, Tom. Like, everyone knows I'm not going to date Danny. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and Tom's like, okay, and he poops away into dust and and then like four years, four-ish years later, right, when Party Girl comes out and Harry's a vampire, Tom's like, I knew it! Like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, and none of you believed me! All of you just told me to go back to sleep! Right, and like, actually, Tom is right the whole time. (laughs) Well, like, shelve this, write this down, make a note so that when we get to, like, Party Girl slash Above the Noise era, we can see if other of Tom's predictions from Transylvania came true. Okay. Like, Pones. Pones. Danny's inevitable death. Maybe. Maybe Tom is a psychic, Dougie is an alien, Harry's a vampire, and Danny is a ghost. A ghost? A ghost? That would be cute. <laughs> I would love that. Okay, we'll look for evidence. I'm just making this up now. It's not a totally true McFly fact. But I think it's at least a possibility. Totally true McFly theory. <laughs> yeah. But is it at least a possibility that Tom is, what everyone presumes is Tom just like slowly losing it? Because he warned you, right? Even though Danny was singing that song. Right. Like that part of the song. But in Friday Night, right? Tom's like, think I'm gonna lose it, lose it, lose it. And then the next thing that we see is this. Right. Right? So it's like, everyone's like, Tom, you said you thought you were going to lose it, and then you lost it, and now none of us believe you, but, like, everyone's just, but Tom's actually psychic. Yeah. He's like, this is, this was actually a vision, not a hallucination. Maybe that's why he thinks he's going to lose it. Maybe that's why he thinks he's going, you know, a little crazy. Because, you know, people don't really believe in psychics, right? So he's like, maybe I am losing it, but then all of his predictions come true. I'm proud of him. We'll see how it goes for him next week. Tell us what you guys think. (laughs) We'll see him next time and baby's coming back. So multiple theories, multiple things to think about next time for when this album ends, going to the next one, like multiple things to think about. Do you have any thirsty awards? Do I have any thirsty awards? I have so many, I can't even get there. Like basically I just nominated all of them. For different reasons. So there is a lot of sexual tension between, like, Danny and Dougie in these ballroom scenes. 
right, where they're, like, mm-hmm. dancing around, doing the, like, hand thing and spinning. I, like, felt that. And I even, like, I even, <laughs> even watched it. I watched it because it's, like, a silent movie, right? I watched the video on silent. And that's when I could really feel it, right? Because then there's not even, like, the screaming song in the background. And so, like, there's so much sexual tension. First, I was like, maybe I should nominate Dougie for the Thirsty Award because he's, like, willing to run away from royalty just because of, like, a cute soldier boy. Seems pretty thirsty. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Danny, like, not even death could stop him. It's true. Right? That's pretty intense. Harry, obviously for himself again, because honestly, (laughs) right? And then, like, Tom, I wrote that down as a vampire joke, right? (laughs) This is a vampire joke. Tom's thirsty. (laughs) But, like, but, like, all of them are just, like, I just, like, this is, like, the gender-fluid, like, queer dream. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, I can't narrow it down. I pretty much nominated all of them, too, right? So, like, my first one was Harry to Dougie, because uh, he's always touching him and filling him up in this video. Like, right. always has his arm around him, or, like, when his, like, sleepwear was coming undone, he was, like, touching his little body. I crossed this out, but I had Dougie and Danny, because they're running away together, right? Right. It's obvious, but it's there. It's, yeah. That's the reason I crossed it out. I was like, that's too obvious. Like, of course. Then my other one, Harry and Tom, because, like you said, for Danny and Dougie, the ballroom scene, but Harry and Tom were filling each other during that ballroom scene. Right. They were like... Eyes locked, never looking away. You're the only one for me, baby. And then my last one was Tom and Danny. Because everyone Tom is like pampering Danny in those bedroom scenes, right? And they like at I have this written down because I'm Flones baby. At 306, they're holding hands while Tom's like, Who's your lover? And Danny's like, I'll never tell. And holds his it's hand. You. <laughs> it's you. I love you so much. It's you. I I just it's so like there's like there's too much there you can't narrow it down okay I think I don't remember if I've said this to you before okay but like you know how in the Mummy 1999 like the joke is that like the casting director of that show was like super bi right because it's the right. bi sexual dream that ca- the right. cast it's is, like yeah. sexual awakening dream yeah whoever wrote this music video is also like <laughs> bi as hell right because like how can you not like like it's all of them it's literally all of them like these same four people play like at least 16 characters or something or mm-hmm. like 12 characters i don't know math but so many right like they're they all play soldiers and then they all play these beautiful women and then like some of them are, like, vampires, and some of them have, like, extra roles as, like, storytellers and whatever, and, like, and they're all just, like, on the screen different times, right? Like, the the end of it where they're ramping up, and they're like, who is your lover, blah, blah, right? And, like, Femme Dougie is, like, talking to Vampire Tom, but then, like, Soldier Danny is, like, talking to, like, Storyteller Tom, and, like, Harry's yeah. a vampire, but he's also, like, a soldier, and he's also, like, a pirate by playing the drums, right? <laughs> like, like, they're all just there, and... I'm like, it's like short circuits my brain. Like, and like, so whoever wrote this, they knew exactly what they were doing. They were mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, we got something for everybody up in here. And they just like, they're all attracted to each other. They're all thirsty for each other. It's just the whole damn video. I can't choose. Like, can all of them win? I'll say why not. It's our own damn show. It's our yeah. podcast. We make the rules. <laughs> we can leave the Christmas lights up until January. So, congratulations, McFly. You have all won a Thirsty Award. All of you. It's just so much. It's too much. It has to be all of you. Congratulations. Every, everyone wins, right? Everyone. Just, how do you get out otherwise, right? Like, that's the only way out. To just be like, everyone is the winner. You know, uh, congratulations. Because, like, otherwise, right? Like, even the song is hard to get out of with this, like, who is your lover? I'll never tell. Oh, no, no, no. And it's just over and over and it's just so overwhelming and all of these beautiful people are swirling in front of me and I was like, oh god, I can't breathe. And then finally Jane is like, when will this stop? <laughs> right? And like, and I was like, oh, I was like, thank God. Like I would have followed that video, like, like I would have just descended into hell if without like somebody waking me up in that moment, right? Just like somebody just needed to slap me and be like, get get out. I'm like, oh my god, you're right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right? Like it was very mystical. <laughs> my reaction to the end of this video what do you think of this video the good the bad the ugly <laughs> 110 
I think this is my favorite music video for sure off of this album and maybe uh, so far and even of all time. I don't know. We'll stay tuned for the of all time part. But like this is definitely the music video that I like the best. Yeah, I really like this video. It's a little, it's a little something for everybody. Like no one's mad after they watch this video, basically. Right. How can you be? Right. No, there's not like I feel like everybody got their own set time. To, like, be on camera, like, everything's square, right? Because we always have, like, this discussion, like, well, I didn't really see Harry this video, or Ducky wasn't in it much, but, like, the, everyone got their camera time, and it was gorgeous. <laughs> right. Yeah, all my friends are here. Like, but overall, 10 out of 10, I would recommend. Would recommend. So, if you agree, disagree, or just want to make two new friends, please follow and talk to us on our social medias at Podcast. That's our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can follow me on Twitter at Steph to do. That's Steph underscore T-O-D-O. And I'm on Twitter at Sam Edmonds 122. Sam underscore Edmonds 122. Also, don't forget to rate and comment our podcast on your favorite podcast site. It may not seem like a lot, but it helps the podcast out so much. And since you're there already, give Miku a follow so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And we'll see you next time with Babies Coming Back. Coming back with your baby. Don't worry. <laughs> Why'd you steal my baby? First place. <laughs> we'll find out next week. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>